Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, Darkfish Friends. It's Spin the Rally Pod with myself, Colin Clark, and... Myself, George Donaldson. George Donaldson. And you know what? We're in a wee bit of a special place, aren't we, George? We certainly are. Colin has once again uh, exceeded <laughs> expectations, uh, moved himself into the cheapest possible hotel he thought he could find, and it turned out to be a gem. An absolute... It's not a diamond in the rough because it's not rough, but it is a diamond of a hotel. Diamond. It's, it's about 30 quid a night, and it's a garden hotel bed and breakfast. The chef that they have tonight is a TV chef here in Kenya, Chef Young. Chef Young. Look yeah. up his website, check him out. On Facebook. We're gonna, on Facebook, um, he's absolutely stunning and he's gonna create some wonderful dinner for us. I'm staying in a hotel further down the road, but um, this is a gorgeous garden location, post-colonial, But George, I have to say, it's, you know, it's the sense of adventure and it's something that you know, I spent an awful lot of time in my early days on rallying with you, and it's something that you kind of instilled on me. You were very lucky. We're fortunate. We're blessed to be able to go to these places and work. And while you're out here, you've got to have a little sense of adventure. You can go and stay in an international-style hotel if you like, but if you really want to get to know the locals, you've got to come to places like this and meet people like Chef Young. You do, but I hasten to add that Colin is completely loopy yeah, 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 and is prepared to stay in something that is next to an open sewer, potentially. But this is not that place. This is gorgeous. Beautiful room. Uh, very uh, Baroque style. Um, Baroque style, George? Baroque. What does that mean? I have no idea, but I just said it anyway. Um, it's not Baroque style. Is it Baroque it's, style uh, sort of uh, no, dancing? Is that burlesque? That's burlesque, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's, we, we, we are charged no. with talking about rallying. No, this, no. Is, this is us experiencing the country via rally, which is what rally is all about. What it's all rally about. is about travelling around the country. We are restricted these days by the format, however... The rally still moves around enough to get a great flavour of the country. Uh, two separate areas that we rally in here, so it's, it's going to be a great event. It really is, it really is. And as George said, we are sitting in the gardens of this wonderful place with a cup of tea, George. Very yes. sweet tea, because yes, it's been it quite, a, quite an interesting day. It's been a long day for us, hasn't it? We started this morning. Where did yeah. we start this morning? We started this morning at 5.15, uh, heading t- into the airport to load trucks. Uh, so we've got our last parts uh, cleared. No, was that? no, not this morning. No, that was yesterday. That was, that was yesterday evening. Sorry. So this it morning we started off day. early and we drove up to Naivasha to unload uh, all the Ford rally cars from their uh, from their transporter, which we we insist that we supervise because uh, it's just what we do. Um, the freight company I work with uh, will not allow any third party access. Uh, onto the vehicle handling, so I have to be there to do that. So I've been running around up and down the country doing that uh, on several occasions. Uh, so that's all done. All the Ford rally cars are here. 
all the Toyota rally cars are here. I believe the Hyundai rally cars are going to arrive shortly. No, they're here. They're all here, George. Are they all here? They're all the rally they, cars they are here. Yeah. Okay, they're, so all, they're all in the service park. Things were a bit late. For some reason, the rally didn't open the service park until rather late to the sea freight containers. Sea freight containers have been here for like three weeks and they were held off site um, and they weren't allowed into the service until uh, Friday. Uh, at the point that they were allowed into the service park, the, the train that was delivering them to the inland freight terminal failed. So oh all the team's containers were delayed a day getting in. So okay. all the teams are here and they were having to dodge around as containers got craned into position. Right. It's pretty well but all done now. But I have to say it's a hive of activity. It, it is it the is. Sunday before the rally. Um, and you know, the service park is looking good. It really is. You know, the, the M Sport, I honestly think that on the long haul events, M Sport have got the best looking service park for long haul. They've got those wonderful inflatable easy ups, I suppose you would call them tents. Easy up doesn't do them justice. Uh, I think they look magnificent. Uh, the, other, the others look great. I think M Sport looks magnificent. It's a hive of activity, George. As it is. Kind of Africa's a hive of activity, isn't it? it? Is Once it gets going, sleepy this morning on the drive up here. But as the sun came up, as the earth started to warm, as the people started to warm, they started to bustle. Well, Colin, it was a you beautiful were... bustle, and it yeah. then becomes George. The bustle turns into a riot of noise and colour and activity. It, it is special. Yeah, it is. Well, Colin, you were treated this morning. Typical recce, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, you would be leaving the hotel about the time we left in Nairobi. I would have left in a service van. Or a, or a small uh, a small truck, probably just with fuel and tyres, because we would leapfrog each other during the day to keep up with the recce cars, because they were doing so many kilometres in a day. They could do upwards of a thousand kilometres of driving in right? one day. In one day. Yeah. So you were linear, telling me, George, linear around the country. As we were driving up this morning, you know, the countryside has changed a bit, and the roads have changed a bit since you were doing your recce servicing for beyond Valdegard. Yes. So it was you. You were telling me that you know, the road that we drove up this morning. One of your first memories of coming yep. to the Safari Rally was, as you say, that recce truck yep. with the, really just fuel and spare tires. That's but right, Bjorn yeah. was wrecking him what? In a Group B Celica? Group B Celica, um, which was slightly detuned from rally wow. spec, but not much. Wow. Not much, just a few horsepower, just to make sure that the engine could do, you know, four or five thousand kilometres of, of wrecking, and, which is what they did in and, those days. And George, and so four or five thousand kilometres, you were out here eventually for more or less six months of the year yeah how long would the drivers spend out here wrecking back in the day well my first trip was uh to, to kenya was in actually 1986 i thought it was 85 it was 86 and i came out for seven weeks more tea george yes please thank you colin <laughs> um in 1986 and um my first service point was here well, you need at, to pass it across here, here that stretch that far was here at naivasha right where i um i met so i left the hotel at 5 30 in the morning mm -hmm. As the sun came up, I met Bjorn at Naivasha Road End, right where the, the, the present day um, Kenya Wildlife Service is, and that is now on the outskirts of the town. I can tell you it was open land. Wow. And Naivasha was three kilometres off the road wow. down into the town, and I always stopped on the, the main road. Bjorn came spinning in, I topped off his fuel, and he then drove off through Naivasha along South Lake Road and in at... Uh, uh, Kongoni. But George, 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 climb George. Up the, climb it, it, up it's the, such a long answer, coming. George. You've forgotten sorry. what my question was. I have, sorry. I'm the question was, <laughs> as I stir the tea, what a lovely tea this is. It's, it's done slightly differently. African tea is lovely. Uh, the question was, how long would the driver spend out here on oh, Reiki? Uh, in terms well, of how many days, I, months, I weeks? I was going to get to that. Oh, we, did, we, did, we, were, we were meant to be here for seven weeks straight Reiki. However, after two and a half weeks, Bjorn had done the route three times. 
the entire rally route three times, nine and a half thousand kilometres. So he was basically from dawn till dusk yeah. and more. Yeah, and we did it linear style. Wow. wow. Linear style. And that was the first year that that uh, Fred Gallagher co drove from, and they wrote brand new notes. Wow. So they'd been around everything three times. Bjorn was delighted. He started using English notes. It was his second or third event only that we'd used them on. They'd gone and done some events in the Middle East to, to practice, and he loved it, he really enjoyed it. Anyway, he, he, so he, after three weeks, he went home for a week, and then he came back again. So I had a week off in the middle. I went down to the coast. It was very nice for a few days, and I, I borrowed a car, and I did the full safari around all the game parks that you don't normally go to, the really odd ones, Savo, Savo East, Savo West, very, very quiet. I saw everything, it was incredible. But then he came back and we did another, we did another uh, 10 days recce. Wow. And then, and then we went out testing the rally cars for probably two or three full days on the route, on the route. Incredible. Uh, to make sure that those cars were, were everything, everything was right. And Bjorn insisted on every single spare part was fitted to the car. All the gearboxes were run, all the gearboxes would have done 150 kilometer section. So he was shaking the down the parts effectively. Shaking down all the parts. Wow. For wow. three days and made sure everything was right. And then we went out and won the rally. Just incredible. Yeah. George, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, clearly that kind of investment, that kind of cost was, was never going to be sustainable. I mean, massive cost, massive investment. And, I and don't you know, think it was, Colin, that like, massive. Seriously? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Those cars cost a fraction of the current cars. Well, that's true. Yeah, a real, yeah. an absolute fraction. Yeah. Uh, sending people out here, air freight out to Kenya at that time was very, very cheap. In fact, it still okay. is cheap to send things to Kenya. It'd be more expensive now because there's a lot more imported goods. But the, the, the big, there's a massive amount of air freighters leave Nairobi every night and go to Europe with flowers, with vegetables. Uh, vegetables pre-packaged, Marks and Spencers, Tesco vegetables, pre-packaged supermarket vegetables, packaged, priced in Kenya, sent to UK. The airplanes have to come back during the day, so they fly, fly home at night, back to Europe. They fly back during the day, and the next night they fly back again. Wow. Just constant on the go. So, so yeah. those, those aircraft came back empty, and you could get air freight for $2 a kilo. Wow. But going home was 8 or $9 a kilo. So you average yeah. it out. So it was, yeah. you know, I, I get you, and I suppose the biggest investment there then was the, the driver's time and, and, and the time of the people. driver was paid a but, salary. He, and he, he had to do what he had to do. He wasn't paid any extra. Yeah. The hotel wasn't overly expensive. <laughs> Back in the day with those drivers, I mean, you know, drivers do their two or three days recce, uh, two, two and a half days recce is the maximum yeah. kind of we get these days. You don't hear them complaining too much, but you do hear the odd whinge and the odd moan about how long the week is. Did they ever complain back in the day? Did you ever no, hear Bjorn complaining no. about the amount of time and the effort? Because it would be a huge physical effort, you know, to, to be out doing those stages at those speeds with that concentration level on the recce. Did they ever complain? Never once. Never it never once. even occurred to me that anybody would complain about that call. It's an know. interesting I, concept. Yeah. No, I've never heard anybody complain uh, about hard times. I mean, the drivers all want to win, so they mm. all want to recce and test mm. as much as you can. And, you know, you hear these drivers, I need more tests, I need more recce. The entire recce was a complete test. We were wrecking in rally cars. Effectively. All yeah. the time. There were Group B rally oh. cars we were wrecking and full spec with a very slightly detuned engine. Wow. Very slightly detuned engine. God, dear Josh, we could talk about that forever, couldn't yeah. we? I mean, there's so many stories you've got to tell, but clearly it is rally week. Yep, we are talking about round, I think it's round six now, aren't we, of this year's I FIA no World idea. Rally I Championship. Count, I just enjoy I think it is. It's either round six or round seven. I think it's round six. Um, it is Safari Rally, the second running of this new incarnation of the Safari Rally. We've been out to have a look at one of the stages today. It's my first experience. I wasn't here yes. last year. 
blown away by it, George. Blown away, not just by the absolute beauty of the surroundings and the animals. We saw giraffe on the stage, we saw zebra, we saw um, antelope, we saw deer, we saw camels and all sorts. But blown away by the challenge of the yeah. stages, George. Goodness me, it is so different from anything else they encounter. Well, we, we drove over the stage that uh, gave us uh, actually probably five big dramas last year and it's two runnings. This year, it's 31 kilometres again. I think it's very slightly changed its route. Um, the, the, the start and finish, uh, the start's slightly shorter. The, the finish is maybe exactly the same, but I think there's some small changes in there. But the challenges in that stage, Colin, there's a little bit of everything. There's some fantastic high-speed sections. Mm. There's very rough sections, there are very soft sections, there are sections that appear to be fast, and then there's soft bits in the middle. There are hairpins that you're just going to have to drive around really, really carefully because the, the fesh fesh, the soft dust, is a metre deep already, and yeah. we, we have filmed our car going through that. Oh, you'll see that, was, you'll uh, see that on Dirtfish. That, that hairpin yeah. in particular, yeah. George, is really yeah. interesting because if you put your foot down going into there and you get bogged, you're in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, you just need to actually keep the car moving, yeah. but th there was other places where there, there is fesh fesh sections breaking through. The cars, uh, and it was on a fast section, there would be... A, you, there was a dip in the road and it was filled with fesh fesh. So when we talk fesh fesh, it's, it's that very fine powder-like like dust, isn't it? Cement dust. Yeah, it's like it's cement It's exactly dust. like cement dust. Yeah. But it's not, it's not, you know, 300 millimetres deep. It's 300 millimetres deep when you stand in it, but if you kick it aside, there's another 300 millimetres below that. Yeah. It's 50, 60 metres deep yeah. of volcanic dust that's come out from an eruption. It's incredible. It's swept down in, in washaways and mud. It's a beautiful surface, but it breaks. And the point is that those breaks, they break and then the steps out of them smash a car to pieces. The, the steps, the steps like can it. be made of rock, not fish fish. Well, so we, never, we, we hit it with our Land Cruiser. We did. Yeah. And it was just a wee dip. I slowed down for it and we smacked into yeah. the exit. I did not see that at all. And I, I, I kind of half expected it. I was going very slowly, yeah. so it didn't hurt us. You had 120 kilometres an hour to that speed because there could be cars doing, we were doing 60, there could be cars doing 180 at that point. We were doing... 25 kph okay. when we went through yeah. there. Yeah. You could add 150 kph yeah. to that. It was a yeah. long, fast section, quite clean uh, road, coming up to a little, a little uh, jump over a crest, uh, very rocky at the side of the road, quite narrow. I don't think they were going that fast, but that step, I, I think they'd have to slow yeah. for it. And if they don't, they'll be broken yeah. cars. No, and the I second time I... through, Colin, that, that's going to. The thing is that that fish, fish, it looks like hard packed mud but mm. it's not it just breaks up and it, it just turns to dust it turns to talcum and, and powder George, in your hand and this is where I mean you know the jeopardy is jeopardy is my favourite word mm. but the jeopardy is everywhere here and the jeopardy you, you talk fish fish you talk the volcanic rocks that are everywhere the glass, the glass rocks the, glass, yes. the animals and that's a real problem yep. you know the animals are absolutely. there absolutely um, and for me for me you know this is a rally that is going to reward an intelligent driver who does a great recce. Recce yes. is vital to this Absolutely. one. We talked about the recce in the past, but I think for this one, it's an intelligent... Road position, look, you know, road position, because it is so loose, because there is such deep dust everywhere, it's not going to be massively punishing. Where you may have an advantage with road position is you might not get caught in the dust. But more importantly, is recognising where you have to be ultra-cautious yeah. and recognising where the risk that you take is not outdone by the, the, the jeopardy of, of the potential yep. consequences. Yep. And, and that, for me, is about the wreck. You know, Elvin Evans last year, you know, we, we, we went to that spot today 
on stage. It'll be stage four, stage seven this year that you're talking about, Josh. We went to that stage and you could see exactly what Elvin was trying to do. He was carrying speed from a long straight. He was getting as far right as he could to, to almost flatten the next left-hander. Yes. Yep. Now, it would have saved him, if he'd pulled that off, fractions of a second. But mm. he didn't know what was in there. He didn't know. He pushed in. It was very European style. Oh, it's a bush. I can push in right to the edge there. Bang! Rips the suspension off. That, yes. for me... Is what I'm talking about. You, you, you can you can afford to lose tenths of seconds. Yes. To save your car and Absolutely. to do the intelligent thing and watch while the others mm. drop. Yep. Yep. For me, Ot Tanak did one of the finest rallies last year. Yeah. Here, uh, yeah. Well, I had a bit of disagreement about that. His, uh, his his heated windscreen failed when it rained and, and he was very yeah. very badly affected by that and and again still did the clever. It was an intelligent thing. drive. An intelligent drive. Well, well, let's talk then. Let's talk. Let's talk about. The teams. Let's go through the teams, maybe, George. But okay. we'll talk a little bit more in detail about the the, ra the rally and the length of the rally because it is a long one, the longest we've had in the WRC for quite some time, over 360 kilometres, round about 220 miles. About right, George. Mm, yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, 19 stages. Uh, I think, George, when we talk about intelligence, I think intelligence, the ability to make good pace notes and to have a good recce, and lack of other pressures will benefit here. Yes, and for me, so. when we talk about that, we talk M-Sport, because we've got, okay, Craig Breen has some pressure on his shoulders and that he has to perform, but do you know what? He wasn't here last year. I don't think that's going to no, hinder he has, him. No, he has a bye this year. I don't that. think that's, now, but the one in the M-Sport team who, again, you cannot ignore, and I've, I've made a mistake of not writing him off, but, but maybe underestimating his chances in Monte Carlo and again when we were in Portugal, is Sebastian Loeb. Mm -hmm. Your Loeb, for me, has always been the best wreckiest. I've just made a word up You've there, George. You've made a word up. It's really wreckiest. crap. It's really crap. It's a terrible word. It's a terrible word. Wreckier. Even worse. Even worse. Wrecky Meister. I'm going to let you have that. He's a Wrecky Meister. Let you have that he, he, he always did more on the Wrecky in terms of identifying the potential problems than just about anyone. He would make the recce, not just for the first pass, but for the second pass as well. Yeah. He would identify issues that in the first pass will not be issues, but he knew. Certainly, he could you know, control his tyres. And, and for me, yeah. for me, this is critical. And I, I just have a feeling this could be M Sports weekend. It, I, think it, I think it can be anyone's weekend, and there will be an element of that you will make your own luck here. So this is no luck. No, no, no luck. you won't. Luck's nothing no, you won't. no, you won't. No, you won't. If you're intelligent, you, yes. can, you can come back... Very rarely in modern rallying can you come back 1%. It's yeah. a flat-out sprint. I think you can come back 1% here. And you can afford to give yourself more thinking time to think your I, way I through believe, the rally. I, I wouldn't put a number on it, but yes, I believe you, can, you can certainly pull back from the brink. Yeah. And, and definitely well, will pay the difference. Well, we saw that last year, didn't yes. we? When, when Ogier had his problem... Well, Ogier lost and he pretty looked, well two minutes. And he looked out the game, yeah. but then it was an intelligent drive for the rest of it, and yeah. he just kept pulling time back and pulling and he, time he back and pulling time back. Because Thierry didn't was still much faster than him. Yeah. yeah, and the others, the others had problems. All right, Oik's problem was not of his own making. The others, you could argue, were maybe weren't to some degree. Um, but for me, I think M Sport. You, you look at your four more members set the fastest time here last year. You took yeah. a big cut across one stage mm -hmm. that was was ultimately deemed a little bit illegal. Um, you know, we've got obviously uh, your five M Sport. Is it five M Sport cars again? We've got World Rally cars. Yes, it's five just World astonishing. Cars, yeah. It's just astonishing. Um, and. Um, yeah, I just have a feeling that, that Breen and particularly Loeb could be the two to watch here. But, you know, for me, the M Sport car looks like a car 
that's not easy to drive, but it gives the drivers confidence. And when the drivers have got confidence in their car, the car will do exactly what they want it to do. Yeah. It means, again, they have more time to think. They have more time to think about the other potential challenges of the, the rally and of the event, yeah. the particular challenges mm-hmm. of the Safari, George. If you're having to think about your car, if you're maybe not trusting what your car's doing, if you're having to fight with your car, and we saw it, in Sardinia with the Toyota and Robin Perra at times, in particular stages, you had to fight with the car, didn't trust it. If you're having to do that, you're not giving yourself that time to think about the jeopardy, the problems, the challenges. You're not mm. keeping your eyes open for the animals, perhaps. You're just concentrating on the roads. I think the M Sport car is such a good and such a confidence-giving car. I, I think, uh, Colin, it's an absolutely fair analogy. I, I, I wouldn't want to add anything to that because I, I I don't know if I've really taken that same measure as you have but I, I do appreciate what you're saying and certainly we're seeing a degree of confidence as is shown by young Mr Luby you know nah. quite clearly the car is just fabulous to drive and he gets into it and doesn't care doesn't pressurize himself and does a wonderful job so yes I'll just I'll just unusually just because Dave is not here I'll just agree with you because well, normally I just agree so to we disagree. think so we think we think the M Sport cars are going to go well let's move on then to Toyota George because you know, the Toyota has been magnificent this year. It really has. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you know, they struggled, and we saw Robin Perra really struggling in Monte, but, but as Robin Perra has built uh, his own confidence, his own feeling with that car, it's come to him, and, it, and he, at times, has looked untouchable this year. Uh, we're back onto gravel. He struggled a bit in Sardinia. He struggled with road cleaning. He also struggled with the car, and we saw that on day two and day three. And Now, forgive me, I can't remember, but it was a particular type of stage that just didn't suit the car. Uh, so you know, so it's not, it's not, it's not absolutely 100% yet no, that car. And there are some incredibly long, very twisty, medium speed sections mm. in here, which which vary from quite hard surfaces, mm. quite stony surfaces, mm. to very very soft surfaces. But many of them with massive jeopardy, Colin, jeopardy, jeopardy. at the it's side just, of the road. In the you form you of, have to be so neat, so in precise. The form here. of massive rocks. The, ro- yeah. the roads are lined with rocks mm. some of them look really big and black and you may see them in our youtube videos but i could pick up a stone that you know a, a piece of that volcanic um, pumice you'd almost call it mm. i could yeah, pick up a, word, a, right? a, 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 a rock that's about half a meter uh, wide and high i could pick it up and throw it to the side of the road so i guess it's like you, it's like what you you breeze blocks. Those, it's like breeze blocks even lighter even lighter than, than breeze lighter block. than breeze block right, yeah, well. just nothing to it it's, it's like that um, that uh, thermal block yeah. stuff it's just no weight at all. So there, there are escapes, but, but not many. Yeah. So if the car is not handling nicely in those sections, that will, you, you yeah. could hemorrhage time yeah. in there. Yeah. And, and you could hit trouble. So. But what we know about that Toyota is it's, it's, it's solid. It's fairly solid just now. Mm-hmm. It does look as if there's... there's they've, a, they've had an awful lot of things through sump guards for me, Colin. Uh, and yeah. you saw it in that stage. So whilst we've got these really soft stages and small stones embedded in there, sometimes those... When the fresh fest goes down through, you do, and we saw it on, we've just driven one stage so far, I saw many big sharp rocks, I nearly stopped mm, a couple of times to mm. go back and look at, sticking up out of the road, they are just sump guard puncturers. Sump guard is interesting, because we talked about this in Sardinia, you and I, or after Sardinia, you know, the sump guard is, is you know, it's a choice that the teams have, you can go with your standard sump guard, or if you're coming to a really rough rally, like Sardinia was, or here, 
which uh, I'm not sure which is the rough of the two. I'm really not sure, George. But, you know, you can go with, with, a, with a heavy-duty sump guard, if you yeah. like. Now, what we saw with Elvin Evans in Sardinia was something happened there, and he hit something, and it was a massive impact on that sump guard, and the sump guard gave way. It didn't, it didn't, it buckled, if you like, didn't it? Yeah. What would you call it? There was a bulge in the sump guard, yeah, which then, the then trapped some, uh, trapped yeah. some pipes, and, yeah. and it, it stopped the engine yeah. cooling system. And it was, so it will be interesting to see whether or not they've made any adjustments to maybe I'm the, the sure. there's, there's type not much, of There's guard. not much freedom in the world rally cars to change things, right. and I'm not quite sure if right. they've got a heavier sump guard. Right. Right. But I'm sure they'll have done their very best yeah. to, to Another mitigate... Another cup of tea, George. Yes, thank you, Colin. Um, it's very nice, isn't mitigate it? that, that so this issue. This is cup of tea number six or seven um, for you today. But, you, you know, you are going to need your sump guard here. The, 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 the World Rally cars don't run very high at all. They can't get them very high. Mm. They're very limited how high they can put them because mm. if they get them too high, all the roll centres and the kinematics go, yeah. to, go, to, go crazy. So they're, they're limited how high they can go. Yeah. And they might be, you know, they might be running on the sump guard a fair bit. Well, let's, and, and that let's could just, see. You know, you've seen whole teams dropping out of rallies because of things Absolutely. like that in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it, you know, it can be one small problem yeah. that affects all the cars and then Absolutely, it's all over. Yes. And we've seen it many times. Argentina yeah. with the Volkswagens a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. Germany a few years ago yeah. with the Volkswagens So many times well. all the rally cars have not started in the morning. Yeah. I think we lost all the, all the Subarus one year in Finland. In, sorry, in Sweden. In, in, on a winter's morning. M Sport cars one morning as well will yeah. struggle with the cold. But, but yeah, that happens, George. But you know, if we look at the M Sport, sorry, not the M Sport, if we look at the Toyota lineup, yeah. obviously Ogier is back. Crumbs yeah. struggling. I need to have another one. Well, last, year, last year's winner. Last year's winner is back. I'm not sure there's a, a, a huge. Uh, there, there is the comfort level having done the event before, but the stages have been destroyed by, by the, the long range. They'll look very as, different. As they use, mm. uh, as they usually are. And these roads are made up for the rally. So they were, in some cases, we we're told that the, the, the ruts down the road were more than two metres deep. Now, we drove down them and they are perfect. They're looking good. They've been backfilled with dust. Dust and, and <laughs> light dust. rubble. Well, they, they have actually put rubble in as well. Yeah. And they've, tried to, they've tried to mix it and make it a little bit macadam, but I don't necessarily think they've succeeded. However, um, that's an aside. But the point being is that the hazards and the, the types of places that, that Seb had them in last year's notes, they will be totally different. They'll be new the places. The corners will more yeah. or less be the same, yeah. but all those extra hazards and the intelligence he picked up from on his first pass to change it for the second pass and then the second pass for next year, that will be gone. Yeah. And much of it will be gone. Yeah. And do you know what? You know, I think Ogier will have a small advantage over Sebastian Loeb. But I think Loeb, I think Loeb with Puma, Loeb with his... You're back, know, his, on, you're back on legendary. Legend, no, but I just, I just think, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just comparing the two, and I think, I think it'll be very even, and I do believe that Loeb will have the better of the two here this weekend. So Ogier, we think, will be there or thereabouts. It would be silly to say he won't be. Elvin Evans needs to have. He's having the most dreadful season, George. At the start of the year, you know, we knew the Toyota was going to be good. We guessed that Toyota would be right there in terms of the manufacturers' championship, and and we kind of guessed that one of the Toyota drivers would be there or thereabouts in terms of the Drivers' Championship. And a lot of people uh, speculated, a lot of people hoped that that driver would be Elvin Evans. It ain't happening this year. He's had the most disastrous start to the yep. year, George. You know, as a driver, you know, as a team boss, I'm sure you had experience of, of drivers with high expectations quickly evaporating oh. to nothing. And how would you deal with that? Elvin has always been a rally-by-rally rally man. But, you know, he's come to a rally where he made a silly mistake last year, a really silly mistake. Yeah. Um, and he needs a result here. How do yeah. you deal with that? Um, well, uh, he's got to, it's got to be, in, he's got to internalise it and, and sort himself out. There's not much anyone can do for him. 
I, I would love to. I would love to try and help, but just you know, look, you know, your your season is done. I, I I would be saying to Elfin on this rally, I would be saying Elfin, you're my banker on this rally. I want you to finish this rally in the top three is your target. I don't want you to go for the win, uh, whatever you want to pick up. But I need you. You are my banker. You make no mistakes. I think that's very reasonable, yeah. George. I think that's very. Yeah, and a lot of Elvin Evans yeah, fans will be will be you know spitting their tea out at that, well, George. But I totally that. agree with you. Say that. I think it's reasonable of, of Toyota to say that, and I think Elvin would be unreasonable not to accept that. But also, Colin, get get all the Elvin fans to hold their spit for a second. Yeah. I'm giving the guy the best possible chance for Winning. victory by doing it. <laughs> right, because what I'm doing is I'm giving him directly the strategy, the full survival strategy. Right. Every bump, every caution, you are the man that carries the car that just drops a few kph. Yes, you'll be five or six seconds slower uh, on the first stage. You'll be 10 seconds slower on the second stage. You'll be 15 seconds slower on the third stage. But you will bring your car back to service. Yeah. All the bodywork will be on it. The sump guard will be clean. Your tyres will be punctures. in great shape. Yeah. Your car will be in great shape. Now, yeah. you know, just to, to give an analogy of that, look at Thierry. He flew the rally last year, did an incredible job, absolutely yeah. categorically, but he took he, he tore nine bells out of his car. Anyway, yeah. you look at it, that car failed yeah. on the last day yeah. because it had nothing left. It, it had damage. Yeah. So Elfin can be the guy that does bring the damage and Safari. Well, it brought plenty of surprises last year. Yeah, it really did. It really did. I think that's interesting, George, because obviously... I think I've given Elfin his best chance. Well, I, I think you have. I think you have. You know, we, we haven't really discussed Robin Perra, other than that he had problems well, inside, didn't let's you? Let's do that. Uh, you know, Robin, for, for me, it's, 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 it's three for the win, four for the win here. This is one of the most open we've had this season, I'd say. Um, you can't discount... You can't discount any three of the Toyota drivers as potential winners, particularly if they do employ your strategy. Uh, with Elvin, which which yeah. makes eminent sense to me, it really does. Well, and do you know what? Do you know what, George? Such do you know a great what, George? Position, isn't he? Robin Perez in a great position, but that great result for Hyundai, and let's move on to Hyundai in Sardinia, has put them back within touching distance of Toyota and the yes. manufacturers. Yes. So, you know, they, they can't afford. One second, Toyota. They can't afford. I think, George, to have no strategy here. And we've seen, we've heard them say it many times. No, we don't. We don't tell the drivers. You know, we don't have driver strategy. You have to have a banker. And at this, no, yeah, George, yeah, you have you to have, have a banker. To, I agree, Colin. On this event, you have to have a banker yeah. because it is very possible that you could lose all three cars and score nothing. Yep. Come Sunday, yep. we might only have, it's, it's unlikely, we might only have two or three World Rally cars finishing. That is possible with the weather forecast, yes. with the state of the stages, with the, the unknown, yet, George, we'll the, un no, the unknown of these new cars. It is very possible. So I, I agree with you entirely. And, and Elvin might not like that, but, 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 but wise words from Donaldson. Yeah. They are very wise words. I would, I, um, would let, I would let Taka Katsuta go, as he normally he does, might because win he, did a, it. he did a great job. He might win it, George. Yeah, he, he, I would let him go. Seb Ogier is going to do his own thing because he's, he's a free agent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, he's not, because he's, he's on championship points as yeah, well. But what's the point of saying to Ogier, who's only coming out a few yeah. times this year, you're not going for the win. All yeah. Ogier is yeah. interested in with his four or five yeah. or six so, outings so is the win. let him go. And then uh, Kyle Rovan Perry, well, well he's, he's proven to be this master Enigma. strategist. He has proven to be that. Mm. He's under no pressure, mm. so he can go out and he can carry that strategy. Mm. And he can, he can push and pull back and push and pull back. Mm. He, he has that ability. That, he he has really that ability. has that ability, which is so unusual. I would leverage that here, mm. and I would let him do it. I would, I would counsel him mm. uh, quite seriously on it, 
and and when, even when he's very confident, if he's if he's going too fast, pull back. Pull him back. You, the, the master on this rally is the man that wins it by a few seconds, right. because then he's maximised his chances. If you win this rally by a minute, now you know you, you've done far too much. You've right. taken too many, too many risks. risks. Too many yeah. risks. Interesting, George. Really I mean, interesting. Seb, Seb Ogier did a great job last year. You know, he just literally won it on the last stage. Second, second last stage. Let's talk about Hyundai then, George, because, mm. you know, Hyundai have, have they turned a corner? I don't know. I really don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But my goodness, that win that Tanak secured for them, Tanak's first win in about 15 months, 16 15 months. 16 months yeah. You know, his last win was, was the yeah, Arctic yeah. Rally, yeah. Which, he, which he led from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, how much did they need that win? They desperately need it. You called it, George. I have to say, you didn't get your moment to, to talk to us on Spin the Rally no, podcast. I was denied week. that. David obviously wanted me off that podcast. So if you have any objections to that, please please write in. Write in, or yeah. Tweet but, in or but, it is you know, I, I, think, I think what Sardinia did, it gave them a real shot, shot in the arm. Yeah. And it gave them real hope for the coming events. You know, yeah. Sardinia was a rough, tough event. It's a slow event. This is a rough, tough event. Bit of, bit of, tight and twisty nagy stuff, a lot of fast stuff as well, George. Yeah. I don't want to be, you know, coming down on them too early, but I, I fear, I fear for that Hyundai here. I really do. We saw it last year. We've seen it many times with, with, with the likes of Neuville. Neuville does get more out of that car mm. than perhaps the car should be giving him, but he does that by taking risks. And he took risks in Sardinia and yep. he, you know, it was, it was well, silly look, what happened look, in Sardinia. The guy did a brilliant job here last year. He did. Apart from one thing. He took too much out of the car. He did. Now, now, whether the team could have changed the parts, quite clearly that wasn't their strategy. I'm sure they will have reviewed that and that will have changed this year. Something odd happened, didn't uh, it? Something, that, something very odd happened because that car was running on the same suspension the last day yeah. as it was on the second last day after the very roughest part of the whole rally. Mm. Uh, and, and we know that Sebastian flew through that stage because he thought he was losing time and mm. because, it, because it rained for him and not for other people. Mm. And I think he was quickest. I think he was. I think he was it was an incredible stage. It was a fantastic stage. Time Drama, it's a wonderful traumatic stage. But basically, basically, you know, he, he needs to really, really, really think about what happened last year. And I'm, I'm not sure he necessarily and has because I've not spoken to him. I, I'd like to get the chance to do but, that. But, George, sorry to interrupt you, but, but, you know, but this has been the story of Thierry Neuville's efforts for at least the past three or four years. A car that really hasn't been as good as the other two cars, that's been achieving results and keeping Neuville in the championships because he has been prepared to take that extra risk, Colin, push the car. And, and it, sometimes he's got away with it. In Sardinia, he very much didn't get away with it. Colin, I, I, I'm going to make a serious... Because, you know, I've not objected to anything you've said so far. No, what are you going to object to? On this very podcast that we started about mm. two and a half years ago now, Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys were you guys you guys were telling everyone, and me included, which I objected to at the time, that uh, or, or argued against that the Hyundai was the fastest car. And, and when were we saying that? You were you were saying that. When George? We just Doss. have to listen back to the podcasts 2020, 2021. You were saying the Hyundai is the car. Fast. We may have said that once or twice. Yeah, but yeah. Fast doesn't mean the best. You, you you were saying it was Hyundai's time. And I, said, I said it was too early to say that. I don't believe that. Right. I think right. the Toyota will fight back. Of course, Hyundai did win a championship. And it two, was two championships. But they won two. Back to back, yeah. Manufacturers. Well done. Yeah. And, and Neuville both Third years was, was, was runner-up in the drivers. Yeah. 
Okay. He won in the cha- according to Adamo, so he won in the so, championship. But, so what, so what, what is it you want to argue yeah, about, well, George? Well, you, you kept don't forget, I keep pouring your cups of tea and putting sugar in your yeah, teeth and looking oh, after you. It's all hurt. You know. So what is it you want? What is it you want to have a go at me about, George? What do you want to have a go at me about? Well, I mean, now I'm the one that's saying I believe the Hyundai is better than you. Just see the shoes on the other foot. I believe the Hyundai can do it. I think it's. I think you know again your argument about you know management and the way they've handled those things. When you look at all the mistakes or the, the, the not mistakes, sorry, sorry everyone at Hyundai, the the events that have happened, to my mind, you can plan past most of those. So in this car, uh, this last, current car, last year's Safari failure for Thierry. Yeah, but that's a different that car. Have, that Let's only talk this but, year. But you could have planned past the event. It's right. not. It's not the the car we're talking about. Right. It's the fact that. A part broke that was on the car the previous right. day that took a hammering. Why was it still on the car, yeah. Colin? Yeah, you know? no, that's that's just, just bad, team bad, bad team management. Well, you say bad team management. I, I don't I don't want to, to badmouth uh, Andrea Adamo. I don't want to badmouth any of the engineers that made that decision. It's not fair because we don't have the full picture or understand what. Well, they only were because doing. Adamo never told us. And, and you know, you know, everyone knows that Adamo's one yeah. of my very best friends in the world. But yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes he was a right pain in the backside. Well, uh, you know? Anyhow, anyhow, the, the, the bottom line is I think they, they didn't get it right um, uh, and I think the opportunity for them to get it right exists here. I, oh. believe, I believe that if Thierry can manage his temperament and approach, I think he can, he can do this again. Yes. But I believe Tanak is in a very, very strong position. Yes. And, you know, he did a great job last year. He knows he did enough last year. I'm hoping that the guy's clever enough to have figured out that that was the right approach. Don't push to the front. Keep your powder dry. And, and you might need to push every now and again, but don't do a single... Well, you don't want to do more than one second more push. I love this, George. I, I love, I love so, your strategising here. I, I am going to disagree with you, though. I think Neuville is now almost institutionally geared towards risk. He has had to take so many risks with that car over the past few years. Yes. He's institutionally oh. risk happy. Colin, as as, as you so know, I, I think a, I don't think I don't him. think Neuville I think Neuville gets the most out of that car by taking risks and pushing hard. Nothing will change. Nothing will change. I think Tanak George is the man who has the intelligence and the patience and perhaps still that area that he needs to learn about the car. He mm. still needs to learn the car. He has that little bit, I think, within him to actually say, yeah, it worked last year for me. It should have worked. It was let, that let down by, as you say, the, the, the windscreen mm-hmm. de I think Tanak could be the man behind that. But if we then look beyond Tanak to young Solberg, if Solberg adopts the Elvin Evans approach, who knows? I don't think well, he's quick enough yet. I don't think you, he's got enough experience. You say that, Colin. But if he's the man that's... Because Hyundai, as we've said... Sordo's put pressure on. Four podiums in a row for Sordo. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable yep. effort. Why is he not here? Why is he not here? That's a very, very big question. But so Solberg another... is here. So Solberg mm-hmm. has to be the man who at the start of the rally is told, no mistakes, no risks, Colin, no punctures. You bring that car home and it will be in the top five if he Colin, does that. It, Colin, he was told that last year. And he didn't get past and stage he two. Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't get through the shakedown and he didn't get past stage two, the first proper stage of the rally. Okay, I, I'm, both I'm trusting. Which, you know, which I talk I, a lot I about intelligence. I, I think he's an intelligent driver. I, I'm sure he is, but I, I have not spoken to him about it, and I, and I never managed to find out, obviously, the team, what had failed and what the problem was. And, and you know, those stages were very soft. He was running pretty well the, the, the last WRC car through some very, very heavy, fesh, fesh yeah, stages. And, you know, let's just cut young Oliver a little bit slack here. Oh, I agree. But, but... 
but he has to really, you know, Knuckle take, down, take counsel from, from yeah. his team engineers that hopefully have looked at these stages and measured what the car can take and, and understood what the terrain is going to give the car. Bring his expectation down to this level. George, how did you work that out? I was just putting uh, my hand and bringing it down. It was expectation that I was, that I was no, indicating there. We're, we're so how in did sync. you do we're that? We're so in sync, Colin. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. embarrassing. Colin, yeah. I am not going to marry you. I'm sorry. <sighs> no, it's not going to happen. Biggest disappointment since yeah, I got yeah, to Kenya, anyway. George. No, but the, the, the serious thing is if, if, <laughs> if uh, you know, anyone in the world rally car has a great chance here. You know, maybe not. Uh, our, our gentleman driver, Mr. Serderidis here. Oh yeah, maybe maybe not a chance for him to win, but you know what? He could easily get his best WRC finish here. I'm not quite sure how much uh, grit he's got, you know, because he's he, he he goes out to enjoy the driving, and a lot of the driving here requires this incredibly tenacious gritting of the teeth and really. Serderidis, I'll car tell you now, he, he will bring that car home because he won a rally in Belgium and he won every single stage. Okay, different tarmac. Mm-hmm. Um, he will bring that car home and he will get his best oh. ever finish. I have no question yeah. about that. Well, great. But let's not talk about Sergis because we're on... I'd forgotten about yeah. him, to be honest with you. Sorry, Jordan. A, a lovely, oh. lovely man. Um, we're talking about young Solberg. I agree with you. He has to manage his expectations. He has nothing really... He, this is not a rally to go out and prove anything on. Other than no, that you're a half-wit, George. Other than you're a half-wit, yeah, that's well, all you that's can prove it. here. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Oliver, I'm talking about all the drivers. Yes. You know, the only thing you can prove, really, is that you're a half-wit. This, this you you approach it as a European this, rally, yeah. and you're off within this two is, or three this stages. This is very hard on all the drivers, because there are circumstances that can prevail. You can, you can hit an animal that just runs out from behind a tree, and that can put you out of the Absolutely. rally. But by the same token, if you're running down, if you're, if you're, if you're flying along the stage... And there's a, a, a herd of zebra running towards the road. And you don't yeah, lift. Yeah, guys, you know, f- figure it out. You know, yeah. just, just just lift, put the car a little bit sideways, give yourself a wee chance to, to avoid the, the main frontal impact. You know, the drivers used to flick the car in when, when they thought they were maybe going to hit something. Usually the animal will dart away. You'll usually yeah. miss them. Nine times out of ten, you'll miss them. But you put the car sideways into it. So that the impact goes down the side of the car, wow. not Jesus. on the front. Oh, jeez, I'd never thought of that. I wonder yep. if that's something that today's drivers are told about. Uh, well, if they listen to the podcast, they might figure they it will out. Figure it out. There we go. Because, you know, the last one I remember with, with um, I'm sure someone will correct me on this, uh, Peter Solberg, 2005 Rally Australia, a position to win the rally, yeah. and a kangaroo jumped in front of yeah. him. Now, there's nothing you can do about that. You no, can't put a car well, sideways at a jumping kangaroo. kangaroo. You do not see No, but, but, you know, but the animals here tend to be fairly large, you know, they tend to come out in the open areas and, and you tend to have a little bit of warning. So that's interesting, yeah. George. I'd never thought so about there's, that. There's so ways you to avoid mit- frontal impacts, ways to mitigate you, 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 yeah. you, you almost yeah. sacrifice a side yeah. panel or yeah, a rear yeah, panel. Absolutely, absolutely. Hyundai will be interesting. For me, yeah. Tanak is their best chance of a win. Really is their best the chance now. of a win. Let's talk about the weather because, because you know, we talked... When, when the issue of cockpit temperatures raised its its very very heated head in Portugal uh, there was a lot of talk there was a lot of talk about Sardinia there was a lot of talk probably even more talk about Safari and the temperatures on Safari we ain't going to see hot temperatures what we saw but we, but we in Sardinia that, was extreme I don't understand, I don't I, understand that I'm either. alarmed He's, that the team seemed to think that Kenya was going to be I, a I, that alarmed me and it, do you know what I didn't what say anything about? I didn't say anything because I thought I must be in the wrong here 
Why are people talking about high temperatures? We're up at what sort of height, George? We're, we're about uh, six and six, a half, seven thousand feet. The rally goes which up is to in nine thousand feet. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's nearly it's, three thousand meters. It, you know, today we're sitting out in this lovely garden in my beautiful guest house that I found because of my George Donaldson sense of adventure. And it's not chilly, but it's overcast. Yeah, it's, it's 20, threatening rain. 22, 23 degrees. We saw in the car temperature today, 25, 26 degrees. And that's, that's the maximum but, we'll see. But the air was cool. Mm. The air, when the air was, when you have the wind, when you could have the window open in the car, mm. the air was blowing through, it was cool. So, so temperatures won't, won't be an issue. But what yeah. may be an issue, George, and when we saw it last year, my goodness me, it made things oh. exciting. The rain. Tell yeah. me what that rain could do to these stages. Okay. And there's a very real chance of rain as yeah. we move forward towards it the weekend. Is. So what we get here is rain showers, heavy showers, small thunder showers mm -hmm. over very small areas. This is the grass rains. Okay. They, 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 they generally not very widespread. So, you know, in, in, in the case of uh, Sleeping Warrior stage, half the stage got hit by rain, not all of the stage, but it was moving down the stage towards Thierry. Yeah. All the, all the forecast says 30-40% chance of rain. That means that four times out of ten it won't rain that's, on each day. Well, that's, it, doesn't, it doesn't carry cumulatively to the next day, Colin. No, no you know? I know that, George. But so, so, so here's the forecast, folks, just to give you an idea. Now, it's, this is for Naivasha, where the service park is. As George rightly said, the stages can go up to 9,000 feet, yep. which will be chillier still. So the forecast right now, a few days out, uh, Thursday, which is the opening stage in Nairobi, 50% chance of thunderstorms, maximum of 19. Friday, 40% chance of rain, maximum of 19. How much rain, Saturday, the How same. Much rain is it saying? Sunday, the same. So it's saying 40% chance of thunderstorms on Sunday. So they are forecasting rain, George. And, you know, if you've watched our preview okay. video, you'll have seen the yep. fesh fish. Uh -huh. What happens to that fesh fish, George, if it rains? Fesh it, fish is this, yeah, this, this okay. dust we talked yeah. about. It turns, it turns into black cotton. So no, another no, new okay. name. Another, another new, new name. name. Black cotton means nothing, Josh. Tell me what it does to the constituents, constituency uh, of the dust. It's like bread dough. <laughs> but it's not. Bread dough. Slippery bread dough. Yeah, slippery so, bread dough. So we dough. can't really say it turns to, to goo because goo's sticky and it's, yeah. not, it's not sticky. It does get sticky, Colin. Yeah. Yeah, but, it, but it gets slippery as heck, it doesn't it? It does get slippery as heck. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many. Look, on, on one straight we were doing today, 400 metres. I counted four different types of, yeah. of gravel and, and soil and surface differences. So it changes that quickly. Yeah. Uh, but it does get incredibly, incredibly slippery everywhere when wet. The red clay gets, yes. gets really, really slippery. The glass, the, the, the glass the, rock, well, the, 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 the crushed grass and glass that, that, rock. That remains grippy, actually. Okay. That, that remains grippy okay. when you've got that rock, but okay. it's all the types of mud, whether it's whether it's fesh fesh, the, the, the cement dust, as I call it. <laughs> I never called it fish face. It was always cement dust to me or talcum powder. Um, you've got the, the red soil that we get more up north. We've not really got much in the way of red soil here. It's all volcanic. I saw some of that in the service park. They put some of that down in the service park. Yeah, the, 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 that, goes, the, the, that goes unbelievably slippery as well. Oh, you can't walk me. in it. I mean, oh, you will slip me. and fall. Um, so so if, it, if, if and when it rains, we're not looking at more than three or four millimetres, right. generally. Right. The, 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 the showers aren't heavy, but that's enough to do uh, make a stage very slippery. So these, these long rains, as you call them, which come during the wet season, yeah. more consistent, persistent rain, that's what causes... Well, those, so are, we, those are huge they, they, So these are localised thunderstorms They're here, They're called the George. grass rains. So we're not going to see yeah. any potential damage to the roads during the running up a stage, maybe a little I bit think, of wash away? Maybe a little, potential bit, for a little that? bit here and there. Puddles and, and you know, pools in the bottom of rivers, yeah, but we're not going to see these massive flash floods. No. 
But the big thing, George, and we saw this in that stage that you talked about, where obviously uh, you know, Ogier did I was so sure it wasn't going to rain. And, and you know, and, and Tanak obviously lost the rally in that stage. Yeah. What we saw was that you know it was very, very localized, very, very heavy in places. Yeah. And because we will be running, we suspect at four minute gaps here. Yeah. You know, there are massive differences in the conditions, yes. potentially ahead. If we get these localised storms, um, the rally can be won yeah. and lost, and you have to be there yeah. to take advantage. And, and it would it would affect it would affect the, the leaders of the rally, of course, at the back. You, you can imagine, you can imagine. Uh, or, or, George, or, or the other way around. Yeah. The front boys yeah. might get the heavy rain, it, and it may have dried it, by the time the leaders get to it. It does dry it. very quickly. So, especially, if it's, especially if it's less it's rain. A forecaster's it's nightmare. Two or three millimetres of rain. Get excited. That will make the surface slippery, but, it, but, but half an hour later, it will be, be dry. dry. And at four-minute gaps... Oof. I've had to stop a Hilux on the pipeline road here in Kenya, stuck behind other vehicles that had gone yeah. into black cotton. So the thing is, and, George, the other thing, the other thing that this tells us is that... You know, as long as you are not super rallying here, you're never out of it. If you lose, as, as Ogier found last year, if you yeah. lose two minutes, if you lose three minutes with a couple of punctures yeah. and you're running first on the road, yeah. three minutes behind the leaders, the, if you get a dry run and the leaders get a wet run, you're Colin, right back you in it. You realise that that's jeopardy. It's jeopardy, the, the weather is jeopardy. The weather here. is another it's element massive, of jeopardy. Massive, oh my massive goodness, element, there's yeah. so much jeopardy here. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Folks, um, as you can tell, uh, it's just such a different rally, this one. I think it thoroughly deserves its place on the calendar. For me, rallying is all about diversity. You know, and if we get too many rallies that look the same, we lose that diversity. It's a uh, sense of adventure. Colin, remember how much the rally drivers loved this rally oh. last year. When I did my recce, yeah. I phoned you and I said, I think they're going to hate it because it's really, really proper, miniaturised safari rally. It's got everything in it. It's, it's crazy and it'll be really, really hard and rough. And I was so happy to speak to the drivers. Yeah during the recce uh, and after the recce, and they're all saying, this is going to be incredible. Oh, Tanak said at the end of the rally, let's be, let's be honest, he had a disappointing rally because yeah. of his, his failure. He said, it was fantastic, bring it on, more of the and, same. And George, they all said that. but it wasn't just that. It was, yes, it was the challenge of the stages. Yes, it was the enjoyment of the stages. Yes, it was the fact you were running flat out, almost 200 kph with giraffes one side, zebras, antelope the other side. Fantastic. It was, I think, in a big part, George, the people. The people, the, people, the reception, the enthusiasm, the absolute joy of the Kenyan population to have a world-class motorsport event take place in one of the most beautiful parts of Kenya. Yeah, the, the, the enthusiasm, George, is mm, astonishing. Well, I know all our listeners will know just what a massive fan of Kenya I am. I'm the number one fan of Kenya, and I love Safari Rally within that. Of course, I love the rally. But the country is tremendous. The people are so friendly. They are so welcoming. They are so filled with joy that we're here. And it is filled with a sense of joy. Well, Please come joy to this that we're country here, George. and watch this rally. Absolutely. And then, and then, and and then the consider animals. coming back to enjoy it. You know, just a little aside here. Um, you know, there are a lot of countries we go to that are very wealthy countries. Yes. You know, and in fact, we're just a hindrance to them in some ways, George. Um, you know, the fact that we come here and we, we spend hard money on hotel rooms, on restaurants. The, the appreciation of that is, is, is just quite remarkable. It is. Um, I was going to tell you a little story. Yeah, you and I, George, about, about the beauty of this country. So we, we spent all of yesterday, most of yesterday, at the airport. I was just watching you doing a wonderful job uh, bringing in some of the, the air freight. Uh, it got to four o'clock. I thought, well, that's more or less the end of the day. Um, we're on the edge. We're about the airport, six or seven k's from the centre of Nairobi. Eight or eight, nine. Eight or ten yeah. k's. 
Well, that's the end of the day, four o'clock, George goes, tell you what, Cole, we'll go to the National Park. And I'm thinking, well, how far is the National Park? Oh, it's just a couple of k's up the road. So off we went to the National Park. So we go through the gates and we get charged 70 euros, 80 euros to go in. And as a Scotsman, I'm thinking, <laughs> how ridiculous. The, the outrage We're, was the, awful. The outrage yeah. was awful, was awful, because we only had two hours, two and a half hours before it got dark. Within two minutes, we are driving past the most elegant and graceful giraffe. And it's like, that was every penny's worth spent just to see that giraffe. George and I then had, and listen, we can still see Nairobi in the background. It's incredible. We're not talking about a safari park here like you get in Europe. This is a national park. These are wild animals. We saw giraffe. We saw the most unbelievably powerful rhinoceros, George. We saw three or four of them. We saw hippopotamus. We saw, what else did we see? We saw antelope. We, we saw, saw all Cape, sorts of things. Cape buffalo. And then, Cape, we saw them all. And then George is saying, we've got to find a lion, Cole. I'm thinking, no chance. No, we've got to find a lion, Cole. And it's almost dark. The sun's gone down. Cole, we've got to find a lion. Well, there's a couple of cars over there. Let's go and see what they are. Oh, my goodness me. Three wild lions. A family of lions at the side of the road. And we were no more than... I'm out the top of the, the, the land cruiser through the, the, um, the roof rack. Honestly, it would have taken that, the, 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 the king lion, whatever you call him, the, the, the alpha male, it would have taken him half a second to pounce yeah. on me and to devour him. Half a stride. We were but four he wasn't away. bothered. He was looking at us as, as, as if to say, what's so interesting, guys? What is so interesting? You strange people. And we were no more than what? Three metres? Three or four metres. We him. were very it, close. And all of this within 10 kilometers, 15 kilometers maybe, of the center of Nairobi. Yeah. Yeah. It was special, wasn't it? it and was that for me is going, part yeah. of what makes this country special. The people, the animals, the countryside, the reception, and the challenge of the rally. Folks, as you can tell, you know, George has been, I've been listening to George Donaldson now for best part of 20 years, telling stories, eulogizing about this place. And um, I, you know, 100% correct. It's a wonderful place to come rallying. I am very much looking forward to it. Uh, George, um, we always finish these things with a one, two, three. So uh, go ahead. One, two, three, George Donaldson. Me? Crikey, that's unfair. A um, little bit. I, as everyone knows, I hate doing this. So yeah. uh, I'm not going to break tradition and say I love doing this. But, but as there's only two of us, I will do it this occasion. I'm going to say Otanak. Yeah. Sebastian Auger, Elfin Evans. Ooh, so you're discounting the M's podcast. Josh, the other thing I love about you, you're about no, the so, only person... Sorry, I meant, sorry, I didn't mean, Sebastian, I meant Sebastian Loeb. Loeb, sorry. Okay, Sebastian, Sebastian Loeb. Loeb. So, so let's, let's just go yeah. through that again. Um, I, I said uh, Otanak, Sebastian Loeb and uh, Elvin Evans. Elfin Evans, I think. And, and what I love, George, you're about the only person that I know that still that's, is sticking with Ots rather than Ots. Yeah, but, uh, but you right, stick okay. with that, that's good, okay. no problems. Listen, I, I am kind of in agreement with you there, but I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to reverse your one and two. I'm going to say Loeb for the win, Tanak for second place, and I am going to go with a ballsy one. I'm going to say Craig Breen will get another podium. I think here. it's a very good chance for. So a I, 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 you know, I, I think we could see yeah. three, three M Sport cars in the top yeah. five here. But my top three is most definitely Loeb for the win, Tanak second, Breen third. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I can, I Folks, can, I can live. I can live I, with that. It, it, mine is not even a wish list. It's yeah. just. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but, a, it's a dip in the hat, really. It's a lucky dip for me. So, As we've said, I think it's the most open rally of the year, this one. Yeah. And I think anyone, anyone of our three or four M Sport drivers, more or less, maybe yeah. not, with two, two yeah. M Sport drivers could win any of the Colin, three 
Well, two, two or three of the high end guys, any three of the. Do you know the what I'd be prepared to win. say on this rally? What would you here's, here's, say? It's just like before we wrap what I just up. Said, before, yeah. before, I've, before I finish, mm. I would be unsurprised to see one team block out. Yeah, the yeah, podium yeah, here. I agree with you. And, it, and, and to yeah. my mind, if, if, you, if you put that across the board, yeah. I would possibly say M Sport would have the best chance. Yeah. Toyota second. Yeah. Second best chance. Yeah. And Hyundai third chance. Yeah, I think that is very, very possible, George. I could see a lockout. There's a lockout of the yeah. uh, the top three, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, folks, listen, you've, you've, you've heard George and I pontificating here for the past nearly hour, uh, but it's a rally that deserves it deserves that kind of um, that kind of indulgence. Uh, if you agree, disagree, let us know. Let us know. Leave a comment below uh, on the Dirtfish page, on the Spin the Rally Pod page, or at Dirtfish Rally on Twitter. We always like to hear from you there. Uh, George Donaldson will be here for the whole event. Don't forget as well this weekend, we'll be at Goodwood. So if you're along at the Festival of Speed at Goodwood in the United Kingdom, come along to the rally stage this year. So I don't understand that you're there and I'm here oh, because you'll be in I a darkened know. room editing the, the, the hundreds of hours of footage that I will be sending you. I know, I can't and guys, face it. I guys, Dirtfish fans, if you're not getting 10 or 15 it. videos a day I can't from the it. stages and from the stage ends, Complain because they're being sent. It's, it's Colin is not. George, doing I'll his get job. them up, George. I, I promise you now. Okay. Having, having had this experience, this incredible experience of a few days here, I will do it. I'll do my best to do it, justice, Fantastic. George. So, That's folks, great. thank you very much for indulging myself and George Dawson. You have been listening to Spin the Rally Pod.